achievement. Well, there is a finite time of living. There is a beginning and an end, and today we are somewhere in the middle. But people don't treat this little line here like it's much. It's undervalued. So, how do we add more value to that? Health, what you eat, what you consume, what you do. Should all make a conscious decision to improve those things, however and whenever possible. If you don't know how, look it up. We live in a world where there's tons of information available, and it's up to you to figure it out. I'm not going to go and tell you what to do. I'm going to tell you to kick ass and take names, and by doing that, you got to educate yourself. And it would include what you feed yourself emotionally, mentally, physically, listen to people you hang around, everything. And all it's going to do is make this little line in between there that much better. And unfortunately, it just seems like, dude, nobody grasps, nobody just holds on and, and just says how precious that is. Myself included, but at least we know. So let's talk about attribute. Go after, make a change, and improve, 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 improve. Read a book? Prometheus Man by Ray Faraday Nelson. Controversial Hugo nominee author. This is a old science fiction. Old by, I mean, 82. And I don't read a lot of science fiction. I don't watch a lot of science fiction movies, but the ones that I do like, like I love, um, you know, Blade Runner and you know, stuff like that. Mad Max, I guess it's kind of science fiction and, and things like that. But, um, books, I don't get around to them as much as I'd like to. This book I had laying around, I was like, oh, I'm going to read it. Not knowing anything about it. It's actually pretty cool. Um, it's based in the Bay Area, Northern California, in a world that's, Got like successful people and then anybody who doesn't want to work gets locked up in these prison camps. And then this dude who's semi-cool, who, who's cool, married to like an astronaut lady, gets locked up in one of those places. And then some chickies banging in there, pays for him to get out from medical testing. That doesn't sell you. I don't know what will. But the thing with these books, the science fiction or a tale or... Anything like that. Like I read a lot of self-help books. I read a lot of like non-fiction. And with the fiction, I think what's overlooked a lot is there's little tidbits of stuff that improve your life. In there, um, it made a mention of a successful guy. I can't remember if it was the main character or somebody he knew that just always took notes. And then he would use these notes to show people how important they were by remembering their birthday, their name, kids' names, birthdays, situations, notes about certain stuff. And then when they would bring it back up again... It would make whoever they were talking to feel important or show that he cared. And obviously it's a fictional story set in a scientific dystopia. But that tidbit of information you can use in your life to kick ass and take names. So it's really interesting that, you know, fictional book, it's fairy tale, so to say, could actually improve your life if you just are open to accepting whatever that could be or going through there at that time. <laughs> So, I would suggest reading The Prometheus Man. It's pretty good. I enjoyed it. Um, didn't know what to expect and ended up really liking it. So, I kind of felt like I might not. Saw a bunch of movies, dude. Let's go with the oldest first. 
Greta Garbo loves Robert Tabor, Taylor in Camille with Lyle Barrymore. This is from 1936. And actually, it has the 1921 black and white silent version in there too, I think. And it, it's an interesting... I don't know. I, I want to say it's interesting. It's a love story. It looks gorgeous, like the lighting and you know the acting and everything and it's a classic and it's fantastic for what it is but it's just not my style and that's interesting because it does have that silent version i think i got this because it had the silent version and i didn't even watch the silent version i watched the 36 version which um says it's garbo's best performance and i'm not a, I, I just know the name i don't know the actress like you know you obviously have heard about her forever and it's a great story but well it's weird because it takes place in 1936 but or it was filmed in 1936, but the story takes place in the late 1800s. So it's weird when you see like the 1800s on film, but it looks like the fucking 1800s because it's so fucking old. But whatever. All right. Then um, I got this because I, I wanted to see the original pretty bad. And I do have the book and I will be reading the book. The Lady in the Car with Glasses and a Gun. A crime thriller. Um, this is actually directed by somebody... Joan Safar, who I'm not familiar with, but I looked up and he had done some stuff I can't remember now. And it's kind of a neat little story, but I would think that the original is probably better and the French literature of it is supposed to be phenomenal, which I do have translated. So I will be wanting to see that. And then uh, I saw this. I've been wanting to see this for a long time and I bought it and finally got around to watching it. Angst. The rarest masterpiece of cinema. A film by Gerald Cargill. This is really good. It was filmed, I believe, in Belgium by a German director or an Austrian director in Germany. I can't remember. But it's a goodie. Basically, it's a story, a true story of three serial killers fictionalized into one human and some of the stuff that they did. But it's filmed in such a cool, fucking, like, intense shaky fucking roundabout fucking weird it gives you angst just watching it and it's fucking great so if you're into fucking crazy fucking movies that shit is right up there also i saw which i've been wanting to see for a long time never got around to seeing reuben and ed it's comedy with uh crispin glover who's the dad from back to the future and howard hessman who i know from uh wkrp cincinnati and it's kind of like a buddy comedy this dude wants to bury his cat. The other guy's stuck in a like a self-help seminar and he needs recruits and he ends up getting the dudes trying to bury his cat. But it's cool. I don't know. It's fun. I, they don't make movies like that anymore. I'll definitely peep it out. And I got this movie because I don't know why. I heard it was banned at one point. So I was like, oh, I got to see it. The Shadowed Mind. And uh, it's okay. An overpowerful atmosphere of surreal insanity. Uh, I don't know why. When I find out something's banned, it always makes me want to see it. But basically... It's filmed in South Africa. Um, it's these dudes, or it's a group of people at a psychiatric reward that are getting help, but they're it's kind of sexually charged psychiatrics. And the place gets a, a, a grant, and the money's coming in a few days, and then somebody, patients start killing each other. So it's like a slasher sort of thing. Low budget, but looks cool. Actually, look like, like that cinematography looks freaking awesome, dark blues and stuff. Um, so it's fun, just not my favorite thing in all the universe and uh you know a few weeks ago i had finished the book true grit so i went around and finally watched 
the original uh, with John Wayne. And I think I had mentioned before that uh, throughout the grapevine, I heard that True Grit was true shit. Like, um, it wasn't that good. And I actually really liked this movie. I don't know. So I was expecting it to be horrible because the book was so good. And I'm not a giant John Wayne fan. I've kind of stayed away from him, but he kills it in this. Um, the girl, Kim Darby, is freaking amazing. And it's a fun American story. Would check it out if you haven't seen it. I'm going to check out the new one too, see if it holds up. But the book and the original movie get my approval. Uh, and I didn't think the movie would, so I don't know if that's saying a lot or if it's not. And this is a uh, movie number seven of the <laughs> of the show. Where am I spending my time? Henry, a portrait of a serial killer, and this is a fun one, dude. Wow, it's terrifying. It's visceral. It's gross. It's um about some fucked up shit, and it's really well done. Done on a you know small budget takes place um about a couple of real murderers but it takes place in chicago the real murderers didn't and um just a month in the life of a serial killer so if you're into fucked up shit that one is fucking gonna make you fucking so stoked and uh i watched last night uh which i really liked actually stalig 17 starring uh william holden don taylor and otto pringinger this is a oldie from 52. Yeah, it's black and white from 52. It's about these guys in a POW camp in Nazi Germany. And they got a fucking mole in there. And fucking, it, it, it's so well done. It's black and white. It looks gorgeous. Just a really good fucking story. Um, it's actually kind of a comedy, um, which is weird because it's such a serious subject. But Stalag 17. I would check out if you're into old movies like that. And finally got around to watching The Thing by John Carpenter. Obviously, everybody knows this. It's fantastic. I thought I had watched it, and I had it, and I would give it ba-ba-ba-ba. Fantastic. So that being said, try your hardest, do your best, read more books, stay humble, stay gracious, podcast, mother-chucking-jeebeth. Ah!